to Dengini Reed, Chapter 4, The Slaying of Xerxes. That silver veil was to be splashed with a brother's blood, the, and the Argonauts, because of that calamity, were from a long time to be held back from the return of their native land. Now, as they went down the river, they saw that dangers were coming swiftly upon them. The chariots of the Colossians were upon the banks. Jason saw King Aedes in his chariot with a blazing torch lighting his corslet and his helmet. Swiftly the Argo went, but there were ships behind her, and they went swiftly too. They came into the Sea of Pontus, and Phrontis, the son of Phrihus, gave counsel to them. Do not strive to make passage to the simple gates, he said. All who live around the Sea of Pontus are friendly to King Aedes. They will be warned by him, and they will be ready to slay us and take the Argo. Let us journey up the river Ister, and by that way we can come to the Thernacian Sea that is close to your land. The Argonauts thought well of what Frontis said. And to the waters of Ister the ship was brought. Many of the Colossian ships passed by the mouth of the river and went seeking the Argo toward the passage of the Simple Gates. But the Argonauts were on their way, were on a way that was dangerous for them. On Azerp, for Azerptus had not gone toward the Simple Gates seeking the Argo. He had led his soldiers over land to the river Ister at the place that were distant above its mouth. There were islands in the river at the place, and soldiers of Azertus landed on the islands, while Azertus went to the kings of the people around and claimed their support. Argo came, the Argo came, and the heroes found themselves cut off. They could not make their way between the islands that were filled with Colossian soldiers, nor along the banks that were aligned with men friendly to King Aedes, the Argo was stayed. Azerptus sent for the chiefs. He had enough. He had enough men to overwhelm them, but he shrank from a, from a fight with the heroes, and he thought that he might gain all he wanted from them without a struggle. Theseus and Peleus went to him. Azerptus would have. Ge- would have them give up the golden fleece. He also would have them give up Medea and the sons of Phrythus also. Theseus and Peleus appealed to the judgment of the kings who supported Azurptus. Eddies, they said, had no more to claim on the golden fleece. He had promised it to Jason as a reward for tasks that he had imposed. The tasks had been accomplished, and the fleece, no matter in what way it was taken from the grove of Ares, was there. So Theseus and Pelus said, and kings who supported Azerptus gave judgments for the Argonauts, but Medea would have to be given to her brother. If that were done, the Argo would be let go on her course. Azerptus said, 
and the golden fleece should be left with them. Azarta said to that he would not take Medea back to the wrath of her father. If the Argonauts gave her up, she would be she would let stay on the island of Termes and under the guardianship of the goddess. The chiefs brought Azarta's words back. There was a council of the Argonauts, and they agreed that they should leave Medea on the island of Atermes. But grief and wrath took hold of Medea, and she heard and she heard of this resolve. She went where Jason stood, and she spoke again of all she had done to save his life and to win the golden fleece to the Argonauts. Jason made her. Jason made her shook. Uh, made her look on the ships and the soldiers that were around them. Uh, he showed of how these could overwhelm the Argonauts and slay them all. With all the heroes slain, he said Medea would have to come into the hands of Azurtus, who then would leave her on the island of Atumis or take her back to the wrath of her father. But Medea could not consent to go nor could Jason Hart consent to let her go. Then these two made a plot to deceive Azurptus. I have not been of the consul that agreed to give you up to him, Jason said. After you have been left there, I will take you off the island of Atermi secretly. The Colossians and the kings who support them, not knowing that you have been taken off and hidden on the Argo, will let us pass. This Medea and Jason planned to, and it was an ill thing for the breaking of the covenant that was the chiefs had entered with Azurptus. Medea then was left by the Argonauts on the island of Atermes. Now Azurptus had been commanded by his father to bring her back to Ea, and he thought that when she had been left by the Argonauts, she, he could force her to come with him. So he went over to the island. Jason, secretly leaving his companions, went to the island from the other side. Before the temple of Atermes, Jason and Azurptus came face to face, both men thinking that they had been betrayed to their deaths through their swords. Then, before the vestibule of the temple and under the eyes of Medea, Jason and Azurptus fought. Jason's sword pierced the son of Aedes. As he fell, Azurptus cried out bitter words against the maiden, uh, uh, against, against Medea, saying that it was on her account that she had come on his death. And he fell the and as he fell, the blood of her brother splashed in Medea's silver veil. Jason lifted Medea up and carried her to the Argo. Argo. They hid the maiden under the fleets of gold, and they sailed past the ships of the Colossians. Then darkness came. They were far from the island of Atermes. It was then that they heard a loud wailing, and they knew that the Colossians had discovered that their prince had been slain. The Colossians did not pursue them. Fearing the wrath of Aedes, they made settlements in the lands of king, uh, of the kings who had supported Azurptus, and never went back to Ea. They called themselves 
Espiritians henceforward, naming themselves after the prince they had come with. They escaped the danger that had hemmed them in, but the Argonauts, as they sailed on, were not content. Covenants had been broken, and the blood had been shed in, the bad, in a bad cause. And they went on through the darkness, and the voice of the ship was heard. At the sound of the voice, fear and sorrow came upon the voyagers, for they felt that, uh, felt that it had a prophecy of doom. Castor and Polydelsius went to the front of the ship, holding up their hands that they prayed. Then they heard the words that the voice uttered. In the night as they went on, a voice proclaimed the wrath of Zeus on account of the slaying of Azerptus. What was their doom to be? It was that the Argonauts would have to wander forever over the gulfs of the sea unless Medea had herself cleansed on her brother's blood. There was one who could cleanse Medea, Circe, the daughter of Helios and Perse. The voice urged the heroes to pray to the immortal gods that the way to the island of Circe would be shown to them. So that was chapter 4. Bye guys, see you later. See you later, see you later, see ya. See ya. Later, bye guys.